Welcome to the iCrush Barbecue Show. I'm your host, Abe Delgado. And in this episode, I interview Logan Cahoon of Meathead Barbecue. Logan is part of the barbecue movement that's taken over Southern California. He's a hustler like so many in the business. His journey began on the streets of Venice. He's a transplant from Florida that's earned his Angelinian stripes after living here for 10 years. He's taken influences from different parts of the country and infused them into his barbecue. Logan is cooking with high-quality meats and is always looking to improve his craft. He's a big dude with big dreams. Tune in to hear the story of how the name Meathead came to be. Oh, you can also watch a video of one of his pop-ups on my buddy Kevin's website at kevinsbbqjoints.com. He has quite a few walkthroughs of different barbecue joints out here in SoCal. You'll want to check out that website. It's pretty cool. I hope you enjoy this episode. This is Meathead Barbecue. All right, I'm sitting here with Logan Cajon of Meathead Barbecue. What's up, brother? Welcome What's to up, the show. Man? Thanks so much for having me, man. I'm excited. How you doing? Good, man. It's good to see you again. You too? I mean, last time we hung out at, uh, eight, at Adam Perry Lang, and uh, yep. it was incredible. Yeah, that was awesome. Some really good food. Then we saw each other out of the uh, LA Food Bowl. LA Food Bowl. We just hung out there. Yep. We'll talk about that here in a little bit, kind of what your experience was there. The gnarliest meat sweats I've ever had was my experience, it was great. Yeah, yeah, and we also, we met at uh, Smokefest too. We did, yes sir. So um, we're, we're starting to be like, uh, like brothers, shit, we might get an apartment together and, and be roommates or something here. We're in this town, let's do it, man. <laughs> All right, man, so let's get started. Um, let's learn a little bit about Logan. Where are you from, born and raised, and uh, kind of what your influences were. For sure, man, um, yeah, I um, raised in northern Florida, Jacksonville, and Tallahassee, Florida. I kind of split my time growing up there, which a lot of people think Florida. They kind of think, you know, Orlando, Disney World, or, you know, Miami-type South Beach, but... The further north you go in Florida, the further south you get, literally. So those were right across the Georgia and Alabama state line. So it was a very, you know, southern barbecue-influenced culture mm -hmm. that I grew up in. Um, and as a young man, you know, going and getting barbecues, you know, one of my favorite things to do. Mm -hmm. You know, there was this place, uh, Bono's Pit Barbecue in Jacksonville. and. It'd been there for uh, decades, and they just had an indoor, you know, brick pit that they were just smoking butts and ribs on all day. And they wouldn't do their, their pork uh, pulled. They, it was more chop style. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, man, some of my favorite memories from, you know, as a kid are just, like, after practice, you know, football practice or whatever, you know, going there with my buddies and getting the, you know, it was cheap then, you know, probably $8 all you can eat pork and ribs and just trying to make them, you know, regret ever putting that on the menu. <laughs> and you're a big boy, man. I mean... yeah, yeah, you'd say that. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah, man. So, um, yeah, that's, you know, I kind of grew up in the in the southeastern United States eating barbecue and always loved food. You know, moved out to L.A. about 10 years ago just to kind of mix it up and, um, you know, kind of 
was very dissatisfied. I think as a lot of the guys who, who do what I do in this town were, with the quality of barbecue that was being offered then, it's a completely different world now, as you know. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a common theme. I think everybody that starts doing barbecue out here in California was, you know, at some point ate some really good barbecue somewhere yeah. or grew up with it and come here and they're just like, oh my goodness, what's going on it here? sucks, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, dude, it's just, you know, I bought a little Traeger pellet pooper mm-hmm. um, and, you know, just had a little small back uh, alleyway outside of my little apartment. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, just started playing around about, you know, it was about eight years ago that I just started playing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, a few years ago, my buddies would come over eat, eat and say, Logan, man, like, you need to sell this stuff. You need to sell this stuff. I'm like, nah, I'm, you know, doing other stuff. I'm good. What were you cooking? Just pork butts and ribs. Pork butts and yeah, ribs? Yeah, I, wouldn't, I hadn't done brisket or anything. Um, I hadn't had good brisket before until, uh, oh, my goodness, it's a couple years ago, maybe two years ago. Mm-hmm. That, you know, I... Um, Actually went out and got uh, some of Bert's brisket when he was just starting Trudy's. Oh yeah? Yeah. I said, wow, this is really good. And uh, I was like, all right, I'll make a run of this barbecue stuff. <laughs> Gave you one of those little fold over breads with some brisket in it? No, no, he just wrapped it up in some paper. Oh yeah? Yeah, and it was in somebody else's backyard that he was doing it in. I was like, <clears throat> I, was like I don't know if I can hang out here or not. So I just gave him some money and just took it out and sat in my car and ate it. <laughs> I didn't want to go far without it, but like, yeah, this was like, you know, he didn't have, uh, he didn't even have a cash register. He was just taking like donations. Yep. You know, he didn't have his own sauce or anything. Like he just had done some stickers. Um, it's cool to see, you know, guys like that and how far they've come in yeah. this community and how supportive, you know, this community has been towards it. Absolutely, man. I got to I got to catch the tail end of that. So nice. I went to one of the backyards nice. and, and uh, ordered some food and got to see his fat stack smoker back there. That thing is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So cool, man. So that was your first that was your first taste of brisket that you really liked. Um, you're already doing uh, pork butts and, yeah, and ribs. Just, yeah, playing with pork. Um, and you know, there's something to this brisket. So mm-hmm. you know, I had a. Uh, I just went to Costco and, and <laughs> bought a brisket. I didn't know what to do, you know, so I, you know, I went out to Bloodstones, I ate some too, I thought that was good. And so I just went on YouTube and just like watched a couple of videos of like, you know, Kevin Bloodso had done an interview on KTLA and showed it. And I was like, all right, I'm just gonna go buy a brisket and do what he did and smoke it for a long time and see what happens. <laughs> and I didn't even know what to go buy. So, you know, I didn't know to go buy a Packer Cut brisket. I just went and bought a trimmed brisket flat from Costco. <laughs> and I just covered it like so heavily in salt and pepper and just threw it on my smoker at like 225 overnight, you know, wrapped it four or five hours in. And I came out, I invited my buddy Jono over. And I, was, I was like, Jono, this is gonna be so good. <laughs> Man, it was like a bulletproof vest. That thing was so tough. <laughs> like it probably could have taken a nine millimeter round and stopped it. <laughs> So, wow. that was, yeah, that was my first attempt at brisket. It, it, it was a failure. We ended up chopping it up and just mixing it in with some mushrooms to rehydrate it. It came became edible. Yeah. Then, uh, you know. Yeah, try, you have to eat it, man. Yeah, you, you can't waste it. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, I, I tried a couple more and figured it out a little better and uh, went and just took a stage in the kitchen at Bloodsos to see what they were doing because I'm really thinking seriously now 
about starting to do this pop-up barbecue stuff. This would be about November of 2017. Mm -hmm. uh, work there for a week, see maybe I should take a job here and see if I can learn, you know, learn a lot about the preparation. I realize that's probably not going to be, you know, where I needed to be to do mm -hmm. what I wanted to do. I'd be better off just, you know, school of hard knocks. Yeah. Uh, but then in Venice, I found another guy that was already doing it on the street corner, just selling barbecue. He was a pro chef that had, you know, just left his job. And uh, he had bought, ordered his smoker and everything like that. And as soon as he had, you know, ordered it and taken delivery, he fell off one of those bird scooter things. Oh, yeah. And, like, broken his arm in three places, his right arm, and he's right-handed and shattered his elbow. And that just happened to be right when I hit him up on Instagram and say, hey, hey, man, I like what you're doing. Can I? Can we talk? Yeah. And uh, it just worked out to where there was an opportunity for me to come be his hands, essentially, for a few months while his arm healed and run his smoker and trim his meats and things like that. So I really, you know, you know, it was, it was an unpaid internship, essentially, an apprenticeship almost. Mm -hmm. Um, where I got to trim and cook hundreds of briskets, you know, run pop-ups on the street, you know, see see the entire operation from a guy who'd been in the food service industry and, you know, who's also figuring it out. But mm -hmm. it was really nice to be able to figure it out with somebody else's money, right. with somebody else's briskets and somebody else's, you know, partnership. And then, you know, after his arm got better and he decided he wanted to take some time off and go do some other things, I said, you know, okay, adios, I'm ready. I took a trip out to Austin to test my own food because I had a little smoker. Mm -hmm. I'd, I'd long since sold my pellet pooper and bought an insulated uh, cabinet for my back porch, a little backwood smoker. Yep. So I was just making my own brisket, stuff like that, and I thought they were getting pretty good. And uh, so I wanted to see, you know, how they compared to the real thing out there, and I mean, nothing's going to compare to what those guys do. They do a phenomenal job, but, you know, I felt like my brisket, you know, I, I wouldn't be ashamed to serve it. I was, yeah. thought it was, all right, this is decent. Where, where in Texas did you go? Yeah, I went to Snow's, Megaweight, I went to Franklin, uh, Valentina's, um, yeah, so many of them, man. That's awesome. Uh, Leroy and Lewis, my God, that place stands out. Shout out to their brisket chocolate chip cookies. So good. <laughs> I've tried to recreate them and can't. Hey, man, I'm telling you, Evan Leroy is a, is a magician, man. That guy comes up with some really creative stuff. They really do. They really do. And I completely respect that. And I've tried yeah. to emulate some of what they've done in, in Meatheads. Yeah. menu so, yeah, when, you know, so when did this become meathead when you came back from this so, trip so yeah yeah sorry when um when i came back from the trip i said all right you know let's do this yeah and you know i live on the west side of la uh and i said you know where over here will people buy meat you know mm -hmm. where are guys gonna buy meat and you know one of my whole messages is you know eat really really good high quality meat feel great about eating it and feel great after you eat it yeah so i'm not putting sugar in my rubs you know it's texas style but i don't load it up with sugar or msg anything like that all rubs like paleo friendly so i'm like i'll play that angle and go set up outside of gold's gym in venice where all the big you know bodybuilder meatheads work out on a saturday <laughs> and see what happens so i just set up a table out of the back seat of my volvo i had my little yeti cooler and uh, a tablecloth so, and so called a Meathead Barbecue. So real meatheads then. <laughs> yeah, that was how the name Meathead Barbecue came out. Was, awesome. I was just like, 
I'm like, we'll see if the meatheads will buy some meat. Yeah. And, you know, it was like I sold out in two and a half hours, something like that. Wow. And, uh, you know, I sold out right as the cops came up to tell me to leave. <laughs> <laughs> then I went back the next weekend and sold out right as the cops came up to tell me to leave again. Jeez. And then the last time I was there, the cops came a little before I sold out, but they were super cool and let me finish my line. Yeah. And sell out. And then told me to leave. So you're the back, back of your car. I mean, you're just yeah, the just, just a, uh, out of the out of my trunk, out of my little four door Volvo. I would just throw a table down on the sidewalk on public property and sell barbecue. Wow. Yeah, just had a little chalkboard menu. I had a like you know 21 year old college girl neighbor as my cashier, so I didn't have to keep taking my gloves on and off, and like literally would just sell barbecue until I, until I sold out that's, that was it that's pretty awesome man it was fun I, you know I got tired of the police chasing me off so I moved over a couple blocks to uh, to Rose Avenue uh, in Venice there was a nice space there and uh, then my landlord found out I was cooking barbecue out of the house and she shut that down which oh, was fine you know what what doesn't kill you makes you stronger so it got me to start to scale you know you hit an obstacle you let it stop you or you move forward and over it yeah so i invested some money and bought a you know bought a pickup truck and a little smoker on wheels little trailer with a santa maria on one side and an offset reverse flow on the other nice and just started uh working the streets man yeah so when you're when you're starting off at uh at the gym what were you cooking there um, let's see, I was doing brisket, pork butts, tri-tip with a chimichurri sauce. Ooh, which I need to make that chimichurri again. I'm glad you asked me. <laughs> I miss that stuff. And um, then I brought, I bought one of those little, like, portable, you know, three-burner camping grills that you can get at Costco during the summer mm -hmm. with a cast iron top. And I was doing this really good grilled garlic broccoli right there on the street. Nice. Um, and I was doing smoked potatoes with onions. Um, those are my sides. Jeez, those sound pretty good. Yeah, they were pretty good. It was, you know, it was what I had the ability to do at the time. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, you work with what you got. And what, uh, how were you cooking your food? Is What type of wood were you using? Were you smoking low and yeah. slow? Yeah, so, you know, right around, that little backwoods cabinet loves to run, like, right around 250. Okay. Um, it just, and it holds temps like a beast, you know. That's what I recommend to people that are looking to get into getting into smoking, but maybe don't want to get a pellet grill. Mm -hmm. You know, an insulated cabinet like a backwoods is fantastic. Um, and I used a mixture of... Uh, lump mesquite charcoal which is the primary fuel source for those things mm -hmm. and um, about fist-sized chunks of uh, oak okay so it makes a mesquite and oak mesquite and oak yeah okay and nice, uh, man. yeah it, it turned out some really really good food so now that you have your truck and your uh, you got this new smoker with Santa Maria on the side mm -hmm. where are you setting up so I'm not doing the street corner stuff uh, anymore mm -hmm. um, I've focused a lot of my business on catering lately. A lot of my energy has gone towards building my catering business, mm -hmm. um, which is, you know, really starting to pay off for me. Catering's fantastic. I love the, the consistency of the gigs and everything like that. But, you know, my heart's always going to be in the pop-ups and interacting with the public. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've got a residency at Santa Monica Brewworks 
It's at uh, 20th in Colorado in Santa Monica. Mm -hmm. And it's just the coolest tasting room. It's family friendly, nice open air, open space type field place. And um, I'm there about twice a month. You know, I roll up, uh, set up the meathead tent in their parking lot, you know, feed all the little meatheads that come out to eat and all their, all their patrons that are there to enjoy their beers. Uh, they also need some food, so they come out for meathead barbecue or, uh, or we were doing a burger day. They come out for a meathead burger. Okay. Yeah. So you mix it up a little bit? For sure. Okay. For sure. I always rotate my menu. Um, I love the versatility that that Santa Maria grill and the offset uh, smoker give me. Mm -hmm. To where, you know, one day we're doing briskets and butts and, you know, sausage and things like that. Mm -hmm. And the next weekend we're doing, you know, tri-tip and Santa Maria grilled ribs and, you know, chicken all on the live fire grill maybe the weekend after that we're doing the meathead burger which is a double patty uh, wagyu sweet onion smash burger mm -hmm. really tasty um and fries so like yeah we, we we try and keep a lot of variety in our offerings yeah um just to keep it interesting yeah when i met you at smoke fest too um, by the way, that was put on by uh, Dustin Bartz and L.A. Hailworks. Yes, sir. That was a really cool event. It was, was a rain great event. It was rainy that day, but still the crowds came out. It was awesome. You were doing some burritos there. Yeah, dude. And uh, what, you were doing a, 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 like a grilled uh, macaroni and cheese yes. and brisket sandwich. Yeah, I was doing, um, I called it the ultimate burrito. Uh-huh. And then the meathead panini. And I just happened to be at, at Costco Business center the day before and saw this awesome panini maker mm -hmm. I was like I want that yeah let's figure out how to justify it I'm like oh I've got smoke fest tomorrow I'll do barbecue paninis <laughs> so I bought this panini maker so I could have it for the house and yeah have it for meathead and um, yeah I just got some Texas toast Man, those turn you know, out throw good. that down some mac and cheese some shredded <laughs> wagyu brisket mm. um, some cheddar cheese and some barbecue sauce and just let it cook oh man it was good we sold a lot of those that day yeah it, I think it helped too it was a rainy day mm -hmm. but you know and then we did the ultimate burrito which was you know the big tor flour tortilla with the hot link inside of it uh, we threw some pulled pork in there we threw some brisket in there and some cheese and some barbecue sauce that thing was nasty yeah man. yeah I really enjoyed it. That was my first taste of Meathead Barbecue, and it was, it was pretty dang good, man. Thanks, man. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Where are you now in your business? Uh, I mean, I know you're focusing on catering. You, you have this residency at the brewery. Um, where, where do you see yourself going next? You know, I, as soon as I think it have, I have an idea of that, it changes. Mm -hmm. There are new opportunities that present themselves pretty much weekly, it feels like. Mm -hmm. You know, right now I'm evaluating taking over a kitchen at an existing brick and mortar place mm -hmm. that uh, is also a bar and just helping that restaurant pivot into a barbecue concept. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, I'm always open to opportunities that's in the works. Who knows if it's going to stick or not. I'm in no hurry to get myself into a restaurant, you know, to get into a brick and mortar. I think it'll eventually happen, but I'm going to be really patient for the right deal to come along. Um, yeah. One thing I'm really, really passionate about is my sauce and my rubs. Mm -hmm. um, I put a lot of time in developing my beef rub and my Santa Maria rub and my sauce. 
I'm very proud of those things. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's one element of the business I really want to focus on growing here in the near future are, you know, selling my sauces and selling my rubs to the general public. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So this is um, is barbecue your primary job, or do you have what's your nine to fiver? Do you have a nine to fiver? Um, I've got a few different gigs. Okay. Um, first and foremost, well, my last career, and I still do do it once a week. I was a yoga teacher for ten years. Oh yeah. Yeah, man, it was wow. crazy. I moved out to LA, a redneck from Florida, had never done yoga, and I thought it was, you know I just saw a bunch of cute girls going into a yoga class and thought this would be a good way to meet some people and. Yoga is going to be easy. I thought it would just be like stretching, but it was like the hardest thing I'd ever done, bro. Oh my God. It's like I couldn't bend over. I was pouring buckets of sweat everywhere. I said, you know, if, if I think I'm this athletic and this is just hard for me, I got to do more of this. And long story short, became a career. Yeah. Made some, met some wonderful people doing it, you know, changed my body doing yeah. it, helped some people change theirs. And um, so I still do that once a week, teach at Equinox, it's a lot of fun. And then I split most of my time between Meathead and my job as a um, sales representative for a local meat company here oh, in Southern okay. California, Premier Meats. Nice. Yeah, so you know, just meat is something I'm, I'm passionate about. I started with Premier actually as a customer mm -hmm. and built a relationship with them over several years. Also was their private, the owner's private yoga teacher for a minute. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, um, you know, just really saw the pride that they take in the quality in their products and the quality of their products. Mm -hmm. And I felt very taken care of as a customer there. And an opportunity presented itself to go to, to work with them as a sales representative. And it just went hand in hand with everything that I'm doing. So, yeah. you know, between Premier and Meathead, I, I stay pretty busy. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's, it's it's really a lot of fun. And it gives you insight into all the meat and everything, pretty good access. Absolutely. I mean, I got a graduate degree, I feel like, in, in meat and proteins, you know, in a very short period of time after going to work for them, which, you know, I feel like would have taken me years. Yeah. Just on the consumer end, you know, right. the wholesale purchasing end. You feel like together. that helps you in Meathead? Oh, it, it helps me tremendously. And, you know, one of my tenets in Meathead is I'm only going to cook and serve the highest quality meats, proteins that are available to me. Right. In doing that, I want my customers, my Meatheads, to feel great when they eat my meat, but to feel as great or better when they're done. I don't want you to feel all bogged down, heavy, things like that. Things like that. Because you know you'd say a bunch of cheap shit covered in sugar, you know, mm -hmm. which none of the none of the craft guys in, in SoCal are doing that. But you know, mm -hmm. some of the big chain places will just do that. They'll just dump a bunch of sugar on some cheap meat and um, feel like shit when you're done yeah. on the term. So yeah, the quality of proteins are paramount to me. That's why I do a lot of wagyu. Um, I do a lot of wagyu beef. I do a lot of heritage pork stuff. So you know, pork that hasn't been bread you know genetically engineered to be lean like the commodity stuff is these days mm -hmm. and i think it puts out you know a product that i'm proud yeah proud of. the cool thing about this whole barbecue movement in california is that it's spreading out and you're like santa monica area yeah where there's like you know you have 
like Moose in East LA, yep. you have Heritage and some of these other folks down in, in Orange County that mm -hmm. are that are popping up. Bart's owns the South Bay. Bart's owns the South. I mean, it's like it's, it's starting to spread out. I'm ready for it to get into kind of the Inland Empire where, sure. where I live. But um, it's it's so cool because your demographic is is totally different than, than everyone else, right? Because totally. you have um, a mixture of folks out there. You have a lot of tourists mm -hmm. and you also have like a lot of locals too. Tons of locals. And a lot of money too. Some, you know, oh, yeah. like, so it's uh, it's pretty cool that you're set up out there right now. It's, it's a great spot to be set up and you know, having that demographic there that, you know, isn't afraid to throw down a little extra money to get that mm -hmm. Wagyu tri-tip or Wagyu brisket is really a blessing for me, too. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very fortunate to be there. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And are you a one-man show? I mean, how, do you have a staff? Um, I do have a staff um, in terms of ownership and everything like that. It's, mm -hmm. it's all me. I have some guys that have been with me for, man, coming up on a year now. Oh, okay. Uh, that were, you know, just buddies or, you know, I have a, a friend's kid, you know, mm -hmm. that, that helps me out, you know, a nice a young man. Yeah, they've really come very far with me. They've grown a lot mm -hmm. in, a, in a short period of time. And it was just about a year ago that I was on the street outside of Gold's Gym. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they've they've moved up with me. It's That's cool. crazy. Yeah. Crazy cool story. I just ran into you at LA Food Bowl. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the biggest things in barbecue to happen to, to LA, to Southern Cal. I mean, ever from what I've heard, right? I just moved here. Ever yeah, for year year SoCal. I mean, I think it's one of the bigger barbecue things to happen nationally. Yeah. Yeah. In a long time to get all those guys within 100 yards <clears throat> of each other serving food. Yeah. Talk to us about your experience there. What? Uh, oh my God. Yeah. What was it like for you? First, it was cool just to see the entire barbecue community come out. Mm -hmm. Second, it was really hot that day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, my, my ticket was good for four hours and I was able to last about 90 minutes <laughs> between the meat sweats and the heat. Yeah. But the way I thought about it and what was so cool to me was it was like being able to take a cross-country barbecue tour mm -hmm. within LA. Yeah. And that was the coolest thing. What the one the thing that keeps popping in my mind, all the food was so good. Mm -hmm. I mean, Moose was there slinging, East LA barbecue was there slinging, representing the locals too. Um, then you had Sam Jones, you had Franklin, you had Bert and mm -hmm. Slab that were there. Who else did you have? Billy Durney. Yep, Billy was there. Pat Martin. Pat Martin made some great ribs. And just be able to get all that on your palate within such a short period of time, you know, without having to take a drive or catch a flight, but like you can instantly compare notes like right there mm -hmm. on on the experience that you had. It was really, really cool. The main man, APL, he had that beef rib that, oh, man, he was just cutting little slices off the top of. Oh, God. Yeah. Man. And you had Ed Randolph there helping out yep. who just launched his book, smoked, and he, you know, he was here for an event and he was helping Bert out yeah. there. Uh, you had Matt Horn also. Yeah, Horn Barbecue was there. Yeah, and he, he was... Doing, oh, that was good. What was he doing? Some... Uh, oxtails. Yeah, the yeah. oxtails. And he had the greens there. I had never delicious. eaten his greens. Those were really, really good. Yeah, it was, it was an incredible time. And then, that was that was 
probably my best food day of my life. Yeah. I would say. And the food that really sticks out in my mind was the whole hog. Yeah. From Sam Jones. I think I went back four or five times. <laughs> <laughs> There's something special about that. There's something you know, so good about that. Having those little cracklings chopped up in the middle of it and on that sandwich, it's just, yeah, I agree with you. That's, that's, that's one what, of my... Yeah, that's yeah. what did it for me. I had had it before at Franklin and Friends last year. Okay. And um, it was just what, just as I remembered it. Yeah, man. So I think the eyes are, are starting to take notice of all of the California barbecue that's that's on the scene right now. For sure. And um, you know, just trying to highlight some of the folks that are that are around here because um, people see the, these guys that are uh, kind of the foundation of barbecue, but they don't see all these other little pop-ups that, yeah. is, that are producing some great food and so that's what we're trying to highlight with the show man I love it man i love it so I'm, I'm glad that you were a part of it like i said we ran into each other at that smoke fest too where you, you gave me some of that sauce that you were talking about and man i've rationed it out it's some good stuff thanks man, man. and so i'll get you some more next time and no sugar in it you know i mean like like su- little sugar yeah very just little, a little bit yeah i mean it's, it's as healthy as you can get you know with yeah. barbecue sauce so well you know i called it i just named it mm-hmm. i called it my bastard blend barbecue sauce bastard blend. and you know what i what i was going for when i created it was you know la is such a melting pot mm-hmm. of cultures and of food as it, and that's kind of what I wanted a barbecue sauce to represent was I didn't want to come up with a regionally specific sauce mm-hmm. per se um, so I kind of took like you know a little bit of a su- sweetness from the Kansas City there's a little molasses in there just a little bit mm-hmm. and you know I, I grew up with the Carolina stuff so there's a lot of vinegar in it yeah but I love the boldness of the Texas so you know I've incorporated that too so I kind of fused together you know my favorite elements of, of different regional sauces mm-hmm. and kind of and came up with the bastard blend barbecue yeah. sauce yeah it's really good man it's really Thank good you, brother. good luck to you on the on the sauces and and also on the spices that uh, that you're wanting to uh, promote and get out thanks there. a lot man i appreciate that yeah um what's something about you maybe that most folks don't know Ooh, well I have an incredible English bulldog named Jameson. Oh yeah, he's just—he's the man. He's a seventy-five-pound bottle of love. <laughs> um, I have a vegetarian fiance. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. So you Which, sell meat? You I sell meat. meat. <laughs> I cook meat. <laughs> and How does that work out? It's great. I never have to share a bite of my steak or my <laughs> burger or anything like that. Um, she has to, never has to share her salad with me. Jeez. It's it's a great relationship. <laughs> That's so. Awesome. I think it's just truth. You know, just shows love conquers all, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you very much for for uh, joining me on the show. Man, thank you so I, much. I, really, I was going to ask you, where can people find you? Mm-hmm. Um, you already said the what was the brewery that you're at in Santa Monica? Santa Monica Brew Works. Mm-hmm. So I've got events coming up there, uh, June and July, scheduled so far. Okay. And, and on social media, where can they find you? On social media, I'm going to post. Uh, I'll post all my dates. I always do mm-hmm. on my Instagram at Meathead BBQ LA. Okay. Um, and then the same thing as my website, meatheadbbqla.com. Okay. 
And then you can also follow my hashtag Namasteak. Namaste. Namaste. Yeah. For uh, for the food picks and stuff that I throw up. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. And if you, and if you're ever at any event, all you have to do is look up because this guy. How tall are you? <laughs> uh, I'm about six four, about two seventy five. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big boy. Big boy. Big boy. <laughs> Size sixteen shoe since I was in seventh grade. <laughs> I looked wow. really goofy with big feet, and I was five six. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like taking pictures with you because you make me look small, you know? <laughs> Call me anytime you want me to stand next to you, bro. <laughs> All right, my friend. Well, thanks again. Um, this was a long time coming. So. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much. And I'll see you on the barbecue scene. Keep crushing it, brother. Look forward to it, man. Namaste. Namaste. Thanks for tuning in to the I Crush Barbecue Show. Remember, if you like the show, please subscribe, leave us a comment, and share with your friends. You can always find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at I Crush BBQ Show. Or email us at I Crush BBQ Show at gmail.com. Don't forget to tag us with your favorite picks. We'd love to see what you're crushing. Until next time, keep crushing that cue.